You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. Yes, and today when we are talking food, we're looking at a book, particularly a book that was authored by a then 15-year-old, that's Muako Maeba. He's been part of uh, the lockdown with complete focus on making this book happen. And he collaborated with Cape Town-based designer Danny Van Furen and co-published the book um, uh, with, in partnership with award-winning Annika Muller Publishers. And he's, as he says, he keeps saying he's just an ordinary teenager. He goes to a boarding school. Um, and this is just something that is a passion for him. Uh, during the, this lockdown, he was motivated to complete his cookbook project, and he certainly did. Um, and he joins us now. Moako, good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Good, thanks to you, ma'am. I'm fine, thank you. Is that a little bit of nervousness I sense? Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Gunner, you're at school, so you call you guys call adults ma'am and sir. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Well, it's lovely to have you on the show. It's lovely to have you on the show. I can't tell you the last time I was called ma'am, so I will lap it up. Continue. <laughs> Continue for sure. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. I have loved flipping through this book. I mean, I couldn't believe it that you had, what, 180 pages. 81. Yeah. Pictures, your life story, uh, the recipes, 181 pages. In fact, uh, a close family friend of yours, Uncle Victor Lamini, wrote the foreword and he says he has watched you growing up as a child and he has witnessed your zest for life blossom and how food has become a singular passion. Tell, talk to me about this passion for food. If I'm honest with you, um, food has always really been part of my life um, from straight after I was born because as soon as I was involved with the family, it's, it's how we bond and how we, we get to know each other. Mm. Mm. So it's a strong passion that's obviously um, pulled forward by, by my family. That is lovely because um, you share that this is something that bonds you and your mum and that your grandmother also played a critical role. So the women in your life helped to shape this love of food. Mm, very true, ma'am. Yeah. Um, so you say knowing how to cook is one of the most important things that anyone could learn to do. Why? In life, we, we all have to survive, and as we get older, we won't always have to leech off our parents, and there will be a stage <laughs> where we have to be by ourselves. And it's just an important skill to be able to cook, not only to be able to feed yourself, but it also gives you a space to, to get to know yourself and be at peace. Mm. You actually say this project helped you to know yourself even better. Mm, true. If it went for this project, uh, I do not think I would have understood myself the way I do now. Mm. Mm. That's lovely. Um, I was mentioning earlier that you go to a boarding school in the Midlands and you know, when, often when, and you write about your time at the boarding school in your book. But when we think of boarding school, you know, we don't think of the best food. You know, we think of dining halls, um, with uh, kids who miss home cooking. <laughs> mm. But the upside is that it also means a lot of communal eating in the dining hall. So tell me about food in the setting in your school and how it is the glue to your friendships. Of course, I do miss my mother's home cooked meals when I'm at school. Uh, you should say that. Child. You should say that. Every child should say that. Every son should say that. <laughs> yeah. But here in my class, we really do have um, some good food. But I feel that cooking and food is much more than what you eat. But it's about being with your friends and it's that social environment. 
I feel that school is quite stressful, but once we're in the dining hall, we kind of get to relax and we open up and tell all these stories around the dining table. Mm, mm. So time for you to just bond. What have you learned? What have you learned, um, not, not about yourself, but what have you learned, a skill or realization, a lesson uh, in uh, putting together this book? I've learned quite a lot of things, but what I'd say, the one thing that stood out the most for me was the ideal of patience mm-hmm. and getting things done because everything in life takes a while and everything is difficult but you got to pers- persevere and be patient because eventually you will reach the conclusion that you want mm-hmm. so you must be feeling quite proud that uh, people will be able to hold this book really yeah yeah um tell me about let's talk about your mom for a minute uh kanisa uh she is a cookbook author and food writer herself so actually you have that in common you know you now both you know authors of cookbooks what has she taught you to cook are there any particularly um any, any dishes that are your favorites that she has taught you all my favorites taught by my mom because to be honest she makes them the best <laughs> um uh basically everything I've learned but the one that stands out the most I'd say is the bolognese yeah I learned that from a young age and I, I still enjoy it to this day in fact you actually say because you have different types of recipes from the very simple to the sophisticated you say that your spaghetti bolognese is one of a kind what makes it so special um spaghetti bolognese is, is so nice in general but um I like to add some pepper to make it a, a bit special mm-hmm. I just feel like it's it's such a warm dish to make and just making it in general makes it special. Okay. Um, and obviously anyone who attempts it will see exactly what your approach is to it. I mean, you bake, you make uh, the buns for the burgers, and uh, and we follow the steps of making that homemade burger, which is fantastic. And, you know, kids your age, that's probably a really big uh, a hit. You did this for your peers as well, not just for established cooks, but you wanted this to be something that is for kids around your age. Mm. That's your target audience. Mm. um, I obviously wanted the book to be relatable to people around my age, and I just wanted to inspire them and and make them understand that they can do anything if they just set their mind to it. Yeah, yeah. So um, you have a recipe, the baby chicken infused in ginger and honey bush tea served with an and an aromatic saffron risotto. I was talking about the simple, but now here we are stepping into the quite sophisticated palace. I mean, saffron in your recipe, Muako. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's, it's really nice because it adds such a beautiful color and texture to, to your food. Uh-huh. But in honesty, it really isn't that hard. It's quite simple. <laughs> and this baby chicken uh, infusion in ginger and honey tea just take us through the steps of being able to get the, those flavors out of the chicken oh ma'am so um a few weeks ago my mother and i went to cape town and uh, we we're in the waterfront and you know there's that market mm-hmm. so then we picked up the honey bush tea and we thought wow this could be really great to use with some chicken so then when we got home what we did was uh, we got the baby chicken and um we boiled the boiled some water and put the tea in and it created like kind of like a dark red color. Mm-hmm. But then we noticed that the tea wasn't quite strong. So then we started adding ginger, which further strengthened the flavors. And we left it there to soak for about uh, three hours or so. Mm. And then we started um, the actual process. So I like to marinate my chicken with um, Dijon mustard. So you marinate it with Dijon and a flavor that most people do not like. I also don't really like it except with cooking, <laughs> but Marmite. 
Oh, wow. I would have never, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You married, then, so the uh, chicken, Marmite, Dijon mustard, after being soaked in ginger and honey bush tea, and then? And then it's done. You just put it in the oven for, at 180 for an hour. Mm-hmm. Or the, the chicken was quite small, so we made it 40 minutes. Yes, yeah. So it depends on the kilograms, right? Uh, mm. So you need to do that properly so that it doesn't dry up but cooks through. Oh, that sounds, I would have never put those together. That's lovely. Marmite. Um, yeah, that's definitely very high school boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of your favorites is the meatballs with sweet chili sauce. Um, tell me about the meatballs. Um, I obviously told you about how I love the bolognese and I love most pastas. And that's kind of how I was introduced to meatballs mm. was through um, spaghetti. And um, I, I got to a stage that I, I realized that the meatball is actually much better by itself than with the spaghetti. <laughs> And at boarding school, we hear quite quite interesting tastes, such as uh, like for sauces, such as sweet chili and tomato sauce. So um, I tried my meatballs with sweet chili, and in fact, goes really, really good together. Oh, and your I I see that uh, your recipe includes uh, pork sausage, or rather, what you make the meatball out of has pork. Yeah, yeah. So um, you'd remove the 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 skin Mm -hmm. of the sausage, and then you'd bind them together. With, you can either use breadcrumbs or some people use butter. You know. Yeah. Uh, you do say you don't have a sweet tooth, but there is a lovely dessert section at the back there. I mean, all the chocolate uh, desserts that uh, you, you've put out are just so tempting. Chocolate waffles with ice cream. Uh, and then you've got these oh, just moist looking brownies, mini brownies with cream. Uh, so tempting, mini Oreo and marshmallow tart, uh, and then of course there's the 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 ganache, the, the cake, the chocolate cake ganache um, with uh, popcorn on top. It is beautiful. So are we to assume that you are a chocolate lover through and through? Not all desserts are made equal in your world. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, from a young age, um, I've always been told uh, by my parents that uh, I don't necessarily have a sweet tooth, and like most kids. Oh, well, unlike most kids, I don't really like sweets, like your suckers and all that. Mm. But for some reason, I've always had a love for chocolate and that, that inspired that chapter for me. Yes, yes. No, I think it's beautifully done. Uh, the fact that it's so themed and it shows how much more we can do with uh, chocolate. He also has Moako's biscuits, butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla extract, cake flour, cocoa powder and baking powder. I think I'm going to try these. You can, the, the weather in Johannesburg is a little bit nippy. And then you have a tip. You say, put on your music, wear your apron and follow the recipes. What are you listening to while you cook? Um, I like a lot of um, R&B and hip-hop. Okay. <laughs> Does it make for better cooking? <laughs> yes, um, but yeah. it all depends on what you like. All right. Uh, Maya, listen to me calling you by your surname. Marco, thank you so much. Uh, where do our listeners go? Because the book is already available and there's also an online version if we go to Amazon. But lots of people already follow you on social media, which is where you share some of these dishes. Um, I picked up the, the ginger and honey bush tea uh, baby chicken with risotto there. So how do we follow you? So you can follow me on Instagram at mybook underscore myepa. Mm. And to get the book, it is available, as you've mentioned, on Amazon. Yeah. And for the paperback version, you can visit muakomayepa.com to oh. order online and they'll deliver it to you. 
It's beautifully done. Class act. It's gorgeous. Congratulations. Thank you so much, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. Back to class you go. <laughs> Back to class. <laughs> That's Mwakumaya uh, speaking to him from the Midlands. I d- yeah, being called ma'am, I think it's so novel. <laughs> it's so novel. Um, yes, a, a young man who is passionate about food, did something about his passions. You can see him, uh, pictures of him, his interests, and of course, a little bit about his mother. He has a recipe for homemade, freshly baked bread um, and also some buns for that burger some really delectable desserts and then i mean listen to this pancakes with peanut butter huh the nice cup of rooibos on the side this weather is certainly tempting a really like you want to find a cozy corner somewhere and enjoy uh, something as delicious as that i've decided to try for this weekend the slow roasted lamb on couscous you should see these images so it's called tell me what you eat and i'll tell you who you are by muako maeba that's where we leave our food segment for today uh levi makwala says as that guy says he marinates his chicken with what mustard yes dijon mustard and marmite yes he said dijon mustard and marmite after it has soaked in a bath of ginger and honey bush tea oh sounds so delicious